0: That's PerfectSoccerSkills.com slash P-S-T-M to enter to win for free today. Thanks again and enjoy today's episode. Yo, what up? 23 underscore 3V31YN, what's going on? Braham, what's up? Jeffrey Moody, what's going on? Con Soccer, Con Soccer 1, I'm doing well, how are you? It's a land of <laughs> What's going on, XX King Chris? Fifteen guys. If you can hear me, all right, give me some like Jesus hands and spam the little heart button right there on the side. What up, K twenty three Hampton? I'm doing well. Landon, Antonio. Oh, there we go. S- smashing that spam button. That's what's up, guys. Um XX King Chris, you know, another day, man. That's what's that's what's up. Esteban, thank you for the thumbs up. England 2130, thank you for the hands up. Jeffrey Moody. No problem. K23 Hampton. Jesus. Hands. Guys. What's up? Happy to be back. Not like I've gone anywhere. We're you guys every week, but you know, it's been a week since I saw you last. And you know what it is. It is the Hashtag Ask a Soccer Pro Show with your host, me, Quincy Marroquois, 11-year MLS Pro. And you guys know what the MSL is? Oh, you didn't? Let me remind you. The MSL is the Mental Strength League. That's the league that we're all playing in because those of us who understand what's going on, know that we're playing a game of minds. And here on the Ask a Soccer Pro Show, we talk about the MSL, the Mental Strength League, where we talk about concepts, philosophies, and this, that, and the other that's gonna help us become the best version of ourselves, both on and off the field. Guys, as always, I appreciate having you. And uh, you know the format of the show. We hop on here, or I hop on here, every Thursday at 6 p.m. PST. That's 9 p.m. EST now that I'm over here on the East Coast since being traded to dc united or since signing with dc united because i was a free agent um yeah you know what it is uh we answer any and all questions possible we talk about philosophy we talk about ideas we talk about ways of improving ourselves and getting better and soccer happens to be the vehicle that's connected us all together you guys know it is perfect soccer that's where you found out and for those of you yo check this out MSL, baby. Mental strength league. We love it. Um, Yeah, so any and all questions you guys got? I know some of us have been, uh, some of you guys have been here for a while. Been applying some of the concepts and ideas we've been talking about, both on and off the field. I'd love to hear your feedback. What have you learned from joining in on the lives for these last, what, six months? I think we're going on six months now. Um, It's been fun, and I continue to do that moving forward. Connor gave me ultimate Ultimate hands. Love that uh, I am Sergio jr. What up? What's going on guys Christian? What's going on? Uh, when I'm not with my team, you're my coach my guy <laughs> there you go. I love that, you know Working together to help each other Connor said, okay, so let's jump. Let's jump straight into it, guys I've also I also have you guys send in your questions to my personal account at Quincy Marroquois Um, when I try my best to, uh, get these things together. So I'll draw from everywhere. I'll draw from over here. I'll draw from the, from below and let's see what we got going on. We'll just get straight into it. Let's dive deep. Let's see how deep this rabbit hole goes, goes today. Uh, Connor asks, how can I make myself known to a college coach if I live in a small town? Ooh, it's funny that the very first question that comes in through the the timeline is on college uh college specific so ross literally ross and i just had our meeting uh had our individual meeting yesterday so ross and i meet one uh weekly and have for what like three years now um but he is putting the final t- final touches on updating our college soccer recruiting blueprint so if you haven't already got a copy of our of our book um, go to slash college and get a copy of our College Soccer Recruiting Blueprint. We walk you through step-by-step step, um, the entire College Soccer Recruiting process, how to properly market yourself, how to reach out to coaches, do's and don'ts, what to say, what not to say, how early to start, what to do if you're starting too late, um, front to back. Like we. I mean, we, we'd end up talking this whole live about exactly how to do that. That's for everything complete, but to answer your question as quickly and like concisely as I can, uh, the best way to let yourself be known is to constantly be reaching out to college coaches ridiculously. And by that, I mean, <sighs> it's it's not even, okay, we've talked, we've talked about a lot of concepts. And one of the concepts here is life isn't fair. And you have to understand that and accept that and then still move forward. So what isn't fair is the fact that Marketability and your, your, your ability to sell yourself is more valuable than actually being good at what it is that you do. What do I mean by that? So uh, McDonald's, for instance, doesn't make the best hamburger. It's not the best tasting. It's for sure not the best tasting. It's not the best hamburger in the world, but they sell more than anybody else in the world. And the reason they sell the most is because they're the most convenient and they market more than anyone and everybody. They market better than anybody else markets. Right, So what does McDonald's and marketing of hamburgers have to do with college soccer? Well, let me connect those two. You don't technically have to be the best player. You don't have to be a good player if you are the best at marketing yourself as a player. So though we talk about and give you guys tools and resources to become the best player that you can possibly be. Um, with our trainings over on the Perfect Software YouTube channel, our website, our blog, and this, that, and the other, um, a key component to a key component to being able to get to the level you want to get to is being able to market yourself as a good player as well. Too, if you sit back and you're hoping that someone discovers you or finds you, um, you're dramatically lowering the opportunity and chances that you're going to have to to move up the ranks and, in this case, to be seen by college by college coaches. So, networking. Uh, building your network, building relationships, reaching out to people, and letting them know that you exist is extremely important. Um, what would be a good spot to go to? To get an understanding of how you should be properly marketing yourself, go to, um, let me see if I can show you guys here. I'm gonna go to it uh, right here. So my web, my personal website, quincymiracle.com. Because I don't know the link off the top of my head. Uh, so if you get yeah, you guys can see that uh, there's a little lighting but you can see it and up here You can click soccer resume and that's going to draw forward you over to Okay Perfect soccer slash Quincy CV and that's going to be able to let you see how To best market yourself so coaches Coaches can discover d- discover you um, When they do find you they can get an understanding of who you are what you bring to the table and why they should bring you in, and now that I'm thinking about it, we, maybe we should provide this service where we do this, like this takes time and stuff to do, but all the things I tell you guys to do, all the things I go over with you, all the things we talk about on this channel, on, with our company, with Perfect Soccer's, we only talk about things we know through our personal experiences, right? I'm only telling you, uh, I'm only telling you the things that I did in order to get seen, to promote myself, to move up the ranks and all that. And when I started out, I didn't have any money, right? I didn't have any resources. I didn't have any contacts. No one knew who I was. I didn't come from a, you know, I come from Bakersfield, California. I'm the only person from my town that's made it pro. I'm the only person from my town that I think has actually gone to division one, played division one soccer on a full ride scholarship. Maybe since I've left, maybe that's changed. Um, but my point is nobody I played with growing up plays pro. No one I played with growing up played at the division 1 level for 4 years. When I came into the MLS, no one knew who, no one knew who I was and no one cared who I was. And that was good and bad. It was bad because it, it made it difficult, but it was good because I had to figure out how to do this on my own. I had to figure out what works, what didn't, and I had to figure out how to build websites. I had to figure out how to hi- create highlight tapes. I had to figure out how to reach out to coaches, to network, to talk to agents, to reach out to agents, to be my own, eventually learn what agents do and be my own agent um, for multiple reasons, which we can get into on um, in more detail later time, but... If you're wanting, I'm gonna sh- I'll am gonna, i show you exactly what I did, how I did it and all, and I'll show you ways in which you can do it for yourself if you don't have the money to pay someone else to do it for you. Because a lot of the times when you're younger, you don't have any money. Um, but that's not also not an excuse. You know what it is here, no excuses. So go there, you can check that out. Uh, if you built a site like that or you built yourself a page like that, um, that's gonna set you apart from other players. And then if you're reaching out to coaches constantly, sending them your website, sending them emails, um, following up with them, uh, visiting the, uh, well, Ross is updating, uh, the college recruiting blueprint. I don't think, I think you can reach out to coaches, but they can't reach out to you now until after your sophomore year. That wasn't the case when I was, when I was in college or when I was in high school. So that's why we're updating that book. Cause it's outdated from the time that we're there. So that's what I'm saying. Um, you always want to hang in, um, keep, keep updated on that book. Cause you always get the best Updated information. Let's see, uh, footpost, footpost social joined. What's going on, footpost soccer HS? What is up, Brian underscore Ozaro? Welcome to the live. Thank you for the to the um, to the call. Official means LOL, dude. Plugging his own personal website. You know what it is, man. If you don't promote you, who's going to promote you? And who should promote you more than you promote yourself? I don't know. I do not know, but let's see, yeah, maybe one of these days, I think I could go live on like YouTube, and then you can do screencasts and screen shares, we gotta do, I don't know, um, should make some like, webinar group, I know we go live on the account and stuff, maybe we do use like a webinar thing where I can literally screen share and show you guys, uh, my websites, my pages, how I've built things, why I did the things that I did, all that good stuff. If you're open to it, maybe if there's like a group of like 20 people, if we, yeah. If we get a group of 20 people together who want to join at a at, on like a live, so that we can I can screen share and show them how to do stuff, and then maybe um, people can talk and call in and answer questions or ask questions. We can do that. Um. Oh, let's see. Uh. Uh, Christian underscore a thirty one asks, "What do you think about the San Jose earthquakes with Ma- Matias Almeida? I think um, I think outside looking in. I think he's done a good job to to get the team to understand. Let me better says for outside looking in. It looks to me that he has gotten the team to buy in on his system and how he's going to play, and I think he's done that by not allowing anybody on the team regardless of pay, uh, regardless of seniority or veteran level within the team, uh, get away with not following his system. Um, when you're a new person, a new coach and you're stepping into a new environment or a new situation, I think the number one key to your, six, your long-term successor for failure comes down to your belief in what you what you stand for and your ability and willingness, to die on your own sword. So by that, I mean, if you're a coach who think who says, we're playing a 4-4-2, this is our system, this is what I want everyone bought in on, even when you step in and let's say the, the guys who are who were there before played a 4-3-3 system, you're gonna get pushback from certain guys because they think your idea is stupid, they don't like what you're talking about, they don't agree with you, uh, maybe they're not bought in. Uh, and maybe in the first one, two, three, four, five weeks, it's not working the way that you know it will in the long run. If you waver, if you allow guys, if you kind of go like, you know what, you're right, maybe we do have the guys for this type of system instead, let's do this. Um, I think you'll lose all credibility in a locker room because guys won't know, guys won't know to, they can believe what you say. And if guys get to a point where they can't believe what you say, you lose a locker room and you lose the faith of the guys, you lose the organization and you ultimately lose your job or, that should be the case. Um, as the league is growing, I think there's more and more scrutiny on coaches, which wasn't the case in the past. I think there was a lot more scrutiny on the players before because it was easier to turn over players. Uh, but as contracts are changing, as the, di- uh, the demographic of the league is changing, as the number and types of players who are coming over to the league are coming in, I think coaches are um, under more and more um, pressure to win and to figure things out. And if they don't, they get they get fired. I think Cincinnati's coach got fired. Who else? What other coaches got fired? I feel like a couple coaches have already been fired this year, just joining organizations. And if you go like five, five years ago or a little bit more uh, coaches didn't get fired like that. Um, They would, they'd stick around for a long time. So I think Almeida has done well to, I think he's done well to right the ship in terms of getting everyone to buy into his system. Having said that, I don't think I don't believe Almeida's system is sustainable in MLS for an entire year. I think you'll do well. I think you'll win games. You'll upset you'll upset teams because they're not going to be used to your style of play and your system. He plays a man-to-man system, which is difficult to figure out for guys because I've never I I think it's difficult for teams to figure out because literally I I can't ever think of a time I've ever seen that for the entirety of a 90 minute game. So but guy at this level guys will figure it out. And more importantly even if they don't figure out and this is for me thinking about it and knowing the mls even if teams don't figure it out the number of miles intensity high intensity running that are put on these on those guys legs and their bodies come the end of summer is really going to add up especially with all of the travel in our league and um especially with all the travel the difference in climates the difference in environments like it's a lot and you know your real goal is to get into the playoffs, then once you get into the playoffs, it's a completely different ballgame, it's a different league, um, and then it kind of turns into man-to-man in the playoffs, like, fight, 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 and, and, and you know, you lose, you're out, <clears throat> and I just think they'll be too tired, if they make the playoffs, they'll be too tired to make a run, that's me, that's what I think from it, but we will see. Um Yo, uh, Katie joined. What up, Katie? Uh, Esther Banana. The video is lagging. Is it lagging a lot, guys? It's, spam the little heart thing if it's if it's pe- pick back up or if if it's going okay, because that'll let me know if it's you guys are seeing me. Shout out, Katie. Katie's been helping me get all my stuff organized. She's going to be a huge reason why we're more organized with everything. Especially with the company and me being all over the place because I know I tell you guys I'm gonna do a bunch of things and I am I am it just takes me a while to get around to it. Katie's helping me actually get to it much sooner. So shout out Katie I think Katie's been working in the background helping with the perfect soccer team I want to say Katie has it been a year and a half now? I think it's been a year and a half uh, Estrada Jose on or Angel uh, asked do you know Matt Sheldon who Matt Sheldon is yes I do I do know who Matt Sheldon is I know he went to UC Davis but he came after me so we never played together and I know uh I've seen his YouTube channel and his videos and stuff so I know of him but I don't know him personally yeah I don't know him personally I think I reached out to him man maybe a year and a half or two years ago because I saw what he was working on and doing, and I, I think I'd shot like a screen share for him to help him better. You know, I've been building businesses online for a long time, so I do consulting. One of our other companies, Evolve.online, Online, E V L V Online, and uh, we do business consulting and branding and marketing. Um, I'd shot him like a a screen share to hopefully I don't know you know maybe he just threw it in the trash, maybe he looked at it or didn't look at it. I'd shot him like. An hour screen share kind of showing him how the perfect soccer uh, business model and process works because there's some things I saw him doing that he could do a better job of. So, um, but other than that, that's the extent of my like engagement with him. <laughs> Let's see. Ruben said, Hey Quincy, I'm now clearly. Uh, I'm cleared to fully return to sports after my ACL injury. What kind of workouts should I focus on in my return back to the game, into the gym? Okay, that is a pretty deep question, mainly because um, what your your body type, what your individual goals are, your age, what you're trying to do, and um, the amount of time and resources you have available to you. I'd say the most important thing, the most important thing, would be uh, connecting with a physical therapist and having um, a specialist Assess where you are and create a program specific for you um, that will help you get back to where you were and better. Um, I wouldn't want to give you a program specific to uh, an injury rehabilitation standpoint without having all the information about where you're at and what you're looking and needing to do. Um, in general, body weight stuff and, um, and, uh, Band work would be a good place to start. Um, but nothing nothing specifically explosive. I know you're cleared to return to sports. Well, okay. Cleared to return to sports means you must have been working with a physical therapist and you're good to go. If that's the case, then uh, like isolated... Um, actually, I'm not going to answer that unless you give me more information as to where you're at in the process because... Um, you know, other people listen to this, and I don't want them assuming that just because what I'm explaining for your ACL injury and where you're at um, is something that they do for themselves. But body weight stuff can't really go too. If you're being cleared to play, body weight stuff and um, band work is good. Uh, rep high repetition, uh, low resistance, until you feel you've got your strength back. Let's see. Okay, uh, Soccer.HS said, How can I make highlights if I have no one to record? Then set up a camera yourself on, like, sticks in the air. Tape it to a tree, you know, and have it down on you. I mean, you guys got to get creative out here. Like, if you have limited resources. You still got to make it work. So that's creativity. Creativity on the field, creativity off the field, you know? Um... There's ways to get it done. I'm trying to think of like just things that I, I, I've done to figure stuff out. Yeah, I just I just use the resources around me to the best of my ability. I didn't have any money, so I would, I would uh, pull weeds and clean, uh, clean toilets to get enough money. And then I would, I got really good and studied. And while I was doing that, I would study my butt off. Texas Hold'em and cards and then I'd learn how to win at cards and then I'd budget that money and then I'd save it up and then I'd use that to buy um, Candy bars and I'd flip those and resell those and then I figured out how to mod xboxes And then I would sell that and brought that money together then I'd buy equipment then I would Record myself and because I couldn't pay someone to record for me I'd have to learn how to record myself then I'd watch YouTube videos on how to edit and then I'd download um, Programs and I'd edit myself, you know what I'm saying like If you need it Figure out what you need to do to make it happen like if it's needed like there's no excuse you have it's needed You have to do it. And if you don't have you don't have it now you need to do then work on what you need to work on So you can have it later like that's just Again, maybe the theme of today is life isn't fair Um, Everyone starts at a different spot and for some things you start Behind people and at the bottom and other start spots. You're ahead of some people so um no excuses and no complaining. Um, because you're never complaining about the times that you have advantages over people. And that's facts. Let's see what we got here. Uh, official meme said, just finished my first game of the summer 1-1. What position do you play, Memes? Uh, soccer high school, let me see. How can I make myself focused again after no football after a month because of injury? Uh, Soccer.HS asks, how can I make myself focused again after no football after a month because of injury? Well, um, that tells me you haven't been rewatching the Ask a Soccer Pro show replays where we're talking about the MSL, that's what we're doing here. The whole point of this show, the whole reason we do this weekly is to keep you focused and to address the conscious or subconscious excuses you're making and the the negative story you're telling yourself as to why you can't do something or why something is impossible. If you're injured and you physically can't do something, then get your mental reps in, right? So focus on, focus on improving the parts that you can work on at this current moment in time. If you're injured, then work on something that's going to benefit you when you're no longer injured. Just because you're injured doesn't mean you don't do anything, and then you lose focus, and then once you come back, you don't know what to do. When you're injured, you should be putting together a plan and implementing everything you need to implement so that once you're back from injury, you, you can speed up your process to getting back, or you can uh, exponentially grow upon return. Sergio, hello. Welcome, Coach Edgar. Welcome to the live. Join, listen what we got here, you guys. You know me. I've always fall behind on here. Uh, Blue pdx25, what's going on? Seattle Sounders fan just joined. Happy to have you. Uh, Blue PD, uh, pdx25 said you guys are quality. Thank you very much. I appreciate that. We do our best to provide as high of quality as we possibly can every single day. Um, perfect soccer. We we'll strive for perfection. Let's see what we got. Emilio. Dropping the fire emojis appreciate it let's see that's what i do footy cave footy cave you can cut out a slit in a starbucks cup and use it as a tripod for your phone that's what i do there you go there's creativity and that is free free 99. appreciate that um let's see what we got here katie said yes a year and a half Jeez. It's moving along, isn't it? Aiden, welcome. Chris, dot, dot, Welcome. Uh, King Chris asks, which team do you wish you play for when you, which team do you wish to play for when you reach a quote unquote higher level? I don't really wish to play for any, any particular team, to be honest with you. Um, I enjoy playing. I enjoy, I enjoy implementing my ideas in a locker room. I enjoy building relationships with my teammates. I enjoy helping guys get better faster than they would have on their own. That's what I really enjoy. I like um, yeah, I like I like hearing what I've learned with the guys and girls and just people around me. So they can, they can overcome things that don't have to take them as long. So for instance, let's say I was working on a problem or an issue for like three years and then I finally figured out how to do it. For me, if I see you working on the same problem, I I just want to give you, I want to give you the lessons I learned from spending those three years. So maybe you only have to spend three months or maybe you only have to spend, you know, So you don't have to spend three years doing it, because I already did that, you know, and in doing so, I hope, I hope that there's something that you've spent a year on or two years on that I'm working on that I, I, see how that turns out. Um, I'm hearing the, the live is lagging. Let me know if it's lagging. Uh, If it's still good and everything's okay, hit the hearts over there on the side, so. So I know what's going on. College database, Connor. What's up? I think I'd sent you an e- I sent an email back to you. Um, I'll be. I'm getting some stuff together on that side, and hopefully we'll get that together soon. Okay, perfect. I'm starting to see the uh, hearts. Thank you very much, guys. Um, let's see what we got here. Estrada asks, "Would you ever play in the USL?" Yeah, I'd be open to playing in the USL. Why not? Hey, sorry to interrupt, but if you've enjoyed listening to this episode and learning what it takes to increase your mental strength, well, how would you like to work with me one on one directly? Now you can with B Pro Mentality. Head over to PerfectSoccerSkills.com slash Pro, that's PerfectSoccerSkills.com slash B-E-P-R-O to apply to work with our network of pro players today. If it made sense? Like if the deal made sense, if where you know where it was located, and that's what we wanted to do. Yeah, of course. Five Hara Hari. I, I know I'm always saying that wrong. Welcome to the live. Let's see. So I'll head. over, I'm gonna jump over to the questions that got sent in on my personal Instagram. Uh, one asks, how does one go about finding their first? Agent. Okay, how does one go about finding their first agent? Well <sighs> man. I would say the best place to start is with people who have agents and then you ask them about their experience with them and um, Get some get some feedback as to some stories of guys who've worked with them and positive and negative. Saria, is that right? Shar, Sharia? Sharia, I think it's Sharia. Give me thumbs up or thumbs down on that. (laughs) Um, This one's difficult, because on the agency side, and I've talked about it a bit um, here and in the past, that. The way in which I believe an agent should be marketing you versus the way that most agents market you are a little bit different. So I won't go about the ideal way that I think it should happen. I'd say the way in which most guys go about finding agents. And um, typically, uh, typically you gotta reach out to your network of individuals who have agents and start having conversations with them to find out who they like um, why they like them, what they the positives and negatives. Actually, speaking of which, a good video to go look at, and uh, someone had asked if I knew Matt Shelton earlier, I had watched the video that he had posted on, um, he posted a video about agents, about um, and he was talking about his experience with his agents, and he was talking about the different levels of agents, and why you may believe an agent is bad, but you might not be a high enough you might not be, that agent may be too high a level for where you're at as a player right now so that's why it's it's kind of difficult so you're wanting an agent who will work hard on your behalf to find you a team um, find you a team and find you opportunities but typically the better the agent the better connected more connected they are the better the better you have to be as a player and not just the better you have to be as a player the better your soccer cV um, or the better the relationship you have to have with the with the agent and his willingness to put his name on the line for you. So there's a lot of things. Uh, the agents that will spend the most time on you and and shop you around and do the most and try to and spend the most have the most face time with you may not have the best connections, which is why they're going to give you more time. So it's a trade off. You're you're having to find one that fits your needs and what you're trying to do and one that you trust will actually be able to best execute on that. So when starting out, when you don't have anything and you have to start out somewhere, the best place to start is within your network of individuals and start reaching out and, and having conversations with, with agents over time. Um, the conversations will be easier and better if you at least have like a soccer CV, like we, I had shown you, um, that can help the agent better market you right like if you're just expecting the agent to do all the work to put everything together for you well an agent's only going to do that if they strongly believe they can sell you on a club or somewhere like like they believe in you so much that they're going to do all that work because they know it's going to be it's going to pay off for them in the end but if you're someone who's struggling to make your way into the game you got to hustle and grind like similar kind of my story where people aren't you know highly touting you you're gonna have to set yourself apart and give them a reason to where it would be dumb for them not to represent you. Because you're basically saying, like, look, I've put all these things in place. I've, I'm doing. I've got the soccer CV. I've got the highlight tape. I've got all my stats together. I've got all of these things. I'm developing relationships with people, um, but I need someone to reach out to other people or maybe make an introduction or connect me with stuff. So you're reaching out to them because because something of value that they provide that you can't provide yourself, but there's other things that you can do to help make their job easier. And that might that might be the difference between them spending that extra time on getting you something, and then signing you and kind of forgetting about you. Jordan, what's going on? Welcome to the live. How do you? Oh, it seems like a lot of people are asking about injuries. What's going on, guys? If we've been not doing a good job of uh, prehab and rehab, we might need to start integrating that more into the Fitness Friday sec- segment. Maybe Fitness Fridays or like Safety Saturdays. I don't know, some type of rehab program or something like that. Um, how do you have a good mindset when injured? I have an ankle injury. Well, you first come from the perspective, or at least in my experience, you come from the perspective that injuries are part of the game. Um, they are inevitable and they're going to happen. So that's the first one. Once you've kind of accepted that and you know that's part of the process, then the next thing is you're grateful for the injury you have. And what do you mean by grateful? Well, it could always be worse. So you're looking at the fact that an ankle injury, let's say it's a sprained ankle, maybe two weeks, three weeks max, unless it's like a high ankle sprain and maybe like six weeks, unless it's ligament damage, then it could be like three to six months. And then if it's like a broken ankle, it could be year two year and a half, right? So right there on that spectrum of perspective, where do you fall? Are you on the extreme where it's a year and a half recovery from an ankle break? Well, then you could look at it. Then, uh, then you're looking at it from the perspective of like, well, is it, it's an injury that I know I can recover from and come back in a year and a half. Is better than forever and never getting to play again. So that one from the mindset, putting all that in perspective and understanding that an injury is injuries are, are going to happen, especially if you're working hard, you're putting in the reps, and you're putting yourself um, you're putting out yourself out there and taking risks on the field. So you're going to get injured. That that happen. You're going to do everything you can pre and post training to do rehab and prehab to prevent injuries that are within your control. So those would be like soft tissue injuries, like pulled hamstrings, um, pulled quads, pulled muscles, hips, um, stuff like that. Um, but uh, contact injuries and things like that, those are things you th- they are gonna happen. And when they do, accepting that they're there and accepting that you now have time to, to one, dedicate to the recovery process and doing the th- things that are necessary to get yourself back to um, full health but also uh, further dedicate your time to developing the things off the field that are gonna help you post career. So, uh, an example would be when I tore my ACL, LCL, Bite for Morris, tendon, and IT, and I knew I was gonna be out for uh, several months, up to a year to a year and a half. Um, You're in the, I've got the machine over there, but it's the, I forget the name of the machine, but you're strapped in it and you have bend your leg back and forth for like seven hours out of the day. So you're sitting in the machine and letting it slowly, it's like moving like this and you're letting it slowly move your leg back and forth to maintain your mobility and stuff in it. Well, I would at that as a great opportunity. Look, I have no, I have no, no excuse for why I am ha- not, I can't have to sit in one place for like six or seven hours a day. I can't not be here. I have to do it. It's necessary to, um, best, uh, to best speed up and optimize my recovery process. But while I'm here, what can I be doing to help me both on and off the field? Well, that's when I was building out my model for investing in real estate. Uh, That's when I was further working on my marketing company. That's when I was further uh, editing highlight videos and putting together my CV and connecting with people and reaching out to people and developing further relationships. You know what I mean? Like that's not dead time. That's actually extra time to do things that once you're back from injury, you've now set yourself ahead because you've already been developing these relationships. And, you know, maybe people have written you off, but at least you're letting them know, Hey, when I'm back and I'm doing this, this is what I want to do, or this is what I'm working on. And this is what's in the case. That's the kind of the, the saying in the locker room is out of sight, out of mind. When you're not around, it's on to the next, especially at the professional level. They're thinking of other people, they're they're thinking of your replacement. Other people are seeing that as opportunity and they're stepping in. So that's time where you're doing things that make sure you're not forgotten, that you don't just move back into obscurity. And the more prepared you are and the more forward thinking you are and the more willing to do the work when others are writing you off, the better you'll be able to capitalize when your opportunity comes, because it's going to come. The difference is, are you going to be ready when your opportunity arises, and are you going to be able to recognize your opportunity when it arises? There's a lot of players, a lot of people, I speak to you, it's a very like, woe is me, you know, nothing's going my way, everything's terrible, the world is crumbling against me. Um, and half the time, I won't even say half, a majority of the time, though things may seem bad, though things may be actually be bad, There is still something that you can put a positive spin on, a positive perspective on, and use that as motivation to get yourself out of that situation, out of those circumstances. Um, Because if you play the victim mentality, uh, there we go, we're tying everything back to the life isn't fair, the world isn't fair um, theme of today, which, uh, again, can be taken as a negative. It can be taken as a negative oh man the li- world isn't fair life isn't fair man, why why should we even try what's the point yeah you can do you can take that perspective but you'll always remain in that space if you take the other say yeah life isn't fair um but that i benefit from it sometimes and some other times i don't benefit from it so i'm going to look at the ways in which i and i'm going to use those to my advantage and i'm going to then make it as fair as i can for those who come after me because the reason it's not fair now is because the person before me left it unfair so i can do i can i can be mad at the person who left it this way and then when i'm where they're at leave it the same for the next person after me or i can be the person that takes personal responsibility for understanding that this isn't fair and this isn't right and because even though I'm going to be the last person who's going to deal with this unfair, this unfairness or this disadvantageous situation, because now that I've gone through it and I understand the the nature of what happened and why it happened, I know why it's the way it is now. But it does that doesn't mean that's going to be that doesn't mean that has to be the way it is will be uh, the way it will have to be in the future. And I have influence and the power over that. That is my goal to change that. So then the next person comes. In. And they see, or hopefully they don't see, the injustice or the unfairness of what happened before, and they further they further that as tradition or as the norm or the way of doing things. So. positive futurist, uh, Matt Sander, Sander, Maddie Sanderson, welcome. Uh, ben, a hurricane. What's going on? Ooh, okay, uh HKY underscore 11 welcome and also asked how to get how to get back to correct mindset That will get traded professionally That's simple. I mean almost it's all the same in terms of like process like being traded getting injured uh, getting cut uh, Not starting not playing Either the person did it on purpose because they wanted to piss you off and they wanted to break you, or they did it on accident and it still was unfair. dust like the process is all the same. The first step is accepting what happened. It happened. This is where we're at. And any time, any time spent whining, complaining, feeling sorry for yourself, or Blaming everyone around you is is energy taken away from figuring out a solution to your current obstacle, right? So word selection is very important. Um, you know, most call them problems. I call them temporary obstacles. Okay, this is an obstacle that's temporarily in front of me. I will figure out a solution to this obstacle. I will overcome it. I'll go around it, or I'll run through it, and then we'll be on to the next. Growth mindset, right? Unexpectedly traded, or traded expectedly. Let's go with unexpectedly because that would be like the shock one for most guys. Um, I mean, if you're unaware of the... If, first and foremost, you're unaware of your... of the chances that you could be traded, I would say that's the first mistake. Even if you're the number one guy on the team, and you feel the organization and everyone loves you and everything's okay, unless it's in your contract, you have no clause, you have to have in your mind that there is the possibility, there is the chance that you are traded to another organization. So if you are traded, you shouldn't be surprised or shocked. You know, many guys, for me, someone is surprised or shocked because they didn't think it could happen. And you know where we're at, we're in the MSL, mental strength league. We're thinking about worst case scenario, all the things that could go wrong. Not because we're negative and we want to... Uh, you know, give up and there's no reason in doing anything. No. So we can devise a plan that accounts for all potential outcomes. And then work, work that way. So go big picture, work small and work, work for our goal. That way along our way, if we are hit or blindsided with something that we weren't expecting called an injury, I'm never expecting to get injured. I don't want, uh, I'm never wanting to get injured, but I am aware that injury is part of the game, and it will happen. So, I don't play scared. So, most people play not to lose. I'm 100,000, 1 million percent on board to play to win. You're playing to win. You're not playing not to lose. That's a horrible mindset for me. For me, it's a horrible mindset. You'll survive your turn playing that way and you may beat me in the short term playing way but you'll never win in the long in the long term because if i'm playing to win i'm figuring out how to beat your playing not to lose playing not to lose always means you have to figure me out faster than i have to figure you out you may be ahead of me right now but if you're just figuring out how to defend me that means that means i'm the one dictating what happens and you and I'm proactive. And that's what's extremely important on the mindset side of this. Um, and tying it back to uh, what you're asking to, asking for on the traded side. Um, I've obviously been traded multiple times. I've had multiple injuries. I've had, um, you know, uh, I've had uh, agents back me. I've had uh, players do the same. I've had, um, uh, you know, I've been playing the best soccer of my life and gotten zero minutes. I've been playing not the best and getting opportunities. I've uh, been a starter. I've been outside the. I've been outside the starting eleven. I've been right in the middle where you're you're expected to be ready, but you're not getting any time, and you're not a part of the squad, but you're on the team. You you know you're presenting guys in the locker room. Um, you know what I'm saying like. There's so many different things. Some guys don't like you. They're not a fan of you, but you're still a union rep and you have to represent them with their best interest in mind, even though they may not be doing things that are in your best interest, right? Like a lot of things we're talking about here is based in principle, just because for me, it's all, it's principle. It's character is what you're doing. Uh, when things are, are going poorly, not when things are going well, it's very easy to be positive, it's easy to be a good person, it's very easy to do the right thing when everything is going your way. But are you doing the same thing? Do you have that same energy when things aren't going your way? That's the test, that's what the MSL is, and that's what I'm wanting to hopefully train and get you guys to fully understand and comprehend. Because if you can remain positive, if you can remain optimistic, and you can remain working just as hard when things are going your way as when things are going your way, you're going to create many opportunities for yourself, and you're going to be able to pass uh, being blindsided much more quickly because you're going to put it in the context of a bigger picture, and you're going to understand why you're doing what you're doing. Why everyone else is doing what they're doing because that's what's fashionable right now. That's what they're supposed to be doing. That's what someone told them. That's what they're doing to keep themselves from losing right now. You know, uh, It's very interesting how people play the game. Very very interesting, um, but that should kind of question in, in regard to that. Um, you're you're caught off guard with things because you you weren't prepared for you weren't prepared with the idea of that experience being possible. But if you you know take the time to think about. What could happen or more importantly what could go wrong? What are all the things that could go wrong? What are all the things that I could do if they went wrong? And then I move forward Right I plan for everything to go right. I want to go right. That's what my goal is I'm shooting everything to go right, but I'm creating a plan of attack and execution and what I will do if and when everything goes wrong. And if and when everything goes wrong that I could possibly think of going wrong is accounted for in terms of I at least know what I will do, or I have an idea of what I will do, or I have an idea why it will still be valuable to know or have that information, even if it doesn't go my way, then I move forward. And then whatever happens happens. And then whatever. Happens or whatever happens happens. I now have a base because my range said here's all the possibilities. Here's everything that could possibly happen. It's gonna fall somewhere on this scale. And if something outside of that scale, when I get started, now I better understand. I look at it as a learning opportunity. I go, like, oh, I could have. I didn't think of this and that. So even your your scale it accounts for here's everything I think could possibly happen thought of all worst case scenarios I can possibly ever think of. I've created a plan of action for all these situations. I know that the most terrible things, the likelihood of them happening is extremely low, but i still have a plan if those things happen. And I also have a plan for the unknown unknowns, the unknown unknowns, things I couldn't possibly know, things I couldn't possibly prepare for, things I couldn't possibly be ready to go with. What is my plan if that is the case? And if the plan is just to accept that that was out of control, that now is part of the plan. So if there's an unknown unknown thing that I have no control over, I could never see coming because there's no way for me to know of it happening. For instance, let's say, I, I know injuries are uh, eventuality. I know that they could happen. They can be as low as an ankle sprain or rolling your ankle as high to breaking your neck, right? And being paralyzed. Like, those aren't good thoughts. You're not thinking that that's going to happen. You don't think you want that to happen. But that is um, that is a possibility. So I'm saying like, okay, every time I step on the field, I know I c- nothing can happen and I can be paralyzed for the rest of my life. There's the spectrum. And what's the likelihood of any one of those things happening on a scale? Then from there, I'm going, okay, if there is the opportunity and chance that I could be paralyzed, what is something I can put into place? What is something that I can have? What is something that I can do that if this Terrible eventuality does happen. I am taken care of or those around me are taken care of as a result of this. This would be a perfect example of like insurance. You know, it's that you get insurance to drive a car. No one's going getting their license or getting a car because they think they're going to get in a car accident. But now made that mandatory that you can't drive without insurance. You have to pay into it. Literally paying the car insurance company saying, I guarantee I get in a car accident. And the car insurance company says, okay, we'll accept the money because we don't think you will get in a car why because we think it's in your best interest not to get in the car accident. you're going to do everything you can to avoid getting a car accident and if and when you do it's unfortunate you didn't want it to happen you weren't really you weren't planning for that in the sense of like you didn't want it to happen you want to happily pay the insurance company the money because paying them means nothing bad happened how can you create plans where you're creating insurance for yourself when you're going to any system and model and you know, it's taking me a little while to circle back around with all that, but that's where I'm saying there's a lot of different pieces in tying this all together. When you're asking about how do you build the mindset to get right back on track? It's building a system, building a model that accounts for everything. And then you're creating insurance for the things that are outside of your control, the unknown unknowns. That way you can move forward with confidence. You are prepared for anything. You're prepared for the best. You're walking in expecting the best possible thing to ever happen, and if it doesn't, you're completely prepared for any and all of the worst case scenarios. Because if those things happen, you benefit as well too. So you're creating win-win situations for everything. So if I know certain guys are going to take advantage of me, agents, guys in the locker room, they're going to say positive or ne- they're going to say negative things, and they're going to whatever. Doesn't matter. If I know that going in and I've already created a system that accounts for that Right, so if those guys do that If this agent is terrible if this person takes advantage of me if this coach uh, Takes advantage of me if he doesn't do the right things In the short term he will win He will accept my payment But in the long term he'll lose because he'll be paying out big policy because the way in which I'm navigating the way in which I'm doing relationships, the way in which I'm working with people around me, they understand how I operate. They understand that I am loyal. They understand that I'm going to give them hundred percent of my effort. They know that they're going to get the best out of me, even when things are terribly and when things are going great. And the issue and problem that people run into, and this is a problem, again, a temporary obstacle that you'll run into with this mindset is some people will take advantage of you because they recognize and realize that even when things are bad, you will still give them 100% of your effort. So they go, but the problem is, they mistake of thinking that you're dumb and that you don't understand that you're being taken advantage of, which is is funny because that means they're, they're playing not to lose. They're losing in the short term. In the long run, they eventually learn or don't learn, and understand that um, taking advantage of someone is never okay. It's not okay. Uh, You might get away with it for a little while, but eventually it comes back, it comes back at you. So when we're discussing this and you're running into people and you're meeting people and you're understanding where they're at, you're, you're learning where they are in the MSL, right? You'll start, well, you'll start to see things a little bit differently. You'll have a different perspective on things. You'll have a different experience of things when you are having a new experience, there are solutions to the temporary obstacles that you're going to run into and you're facing. And this is how you develop the mindset. And this is how you continue to build on this moving forward. So this is very much on the growth mindset and, uh, the world isn't fair. <laughs> which is the theme of the show today. Growth mindset is the ex- action you take with that information and knowledge. And from there, we move forward to uh, the next step of our core values, which is teamwork. So building a network and team of individuals who are minded, who are working to collaboratively work together to raise each other up. And we'll probably talk, talk about that. That'll be the theme of next, excuse me, of next week teamwork. Uh, cause as you guys may or not, may not know, you know, the seven step process, These values here at Perfect Soccer, how we've built and grown our company, um, and how I've, you know, been able to have what is now an 11 professional soccer career. Um, I've got a minute left on the live before they kick me off. Jordan said, in the flow video, you said life is a process, not a journey. Can you explain more on that? Yes, I can explain that that more next week. But in the shortest sense of the uh, terms, what I just explained in terms of mindset is a perfect example that just walked you through my process of assessing a situation think about it and then how i devise a plan of execution to go out and and and, and to implement the world so most people are uh riding the wave of life from i'm i'm implement my process of life so hopefully that answers your question at least generally and uh you can get a little bit we can go deeper into that next week uh when we let's talk about the theme of teamwork uh, guys, there's like 20, 20 seconds left when they'll cut me off. I want to say thank you again for joining in on this live. I go live every Thursday at 6 p.m. PST, 9 p.m. E. If you guys haven't already, head to perfectsoccerskills.com to sign up for a one-on-one visual training and mentorship program. Thanks so much. I will see you guys next week and be ready with all of your questions. Quincy Ameriqua here, and thanks again for listening. you <sharp inhale>